Hey, it's a great day with Alice. Doug is not here at the moment, but uh, there are some days that we can celebrate. Uh, today is uh, Read a Book Day. Yep, yep. A couple of weeks ago, Doug and I went to uh, like a bargain store with like CDs and DVDs and books, and I, I picked up uh, a book that was like a Pulitzer Prize winner, but never heard of it. It's called Less, and I was like, oh, I've seen that at the bookstore. It's a Pulitzer Prize winner. I guess I should read it. And um, uh, it's also uh, National uh, Coffee Ice Cream Day. That's that's pretty exciting because, you know, it was uh, National Ice Cream Day uh, a couple months ago. Um, but today is specifically for coffee ice cream. So, um, God, where the hell have you been? Hey, hey! It's a great day with Doug. I've, I've already started It's a Great Day with Alice. Are we so, recording already? Yeah. Well, well, it's a great day with Doug, everyone. You know that yesterday, Alice, was uh, National Be Late for Something Day. I did not know that, yeah. but that that was yesterday. Yeah, I, I like to celebrate. I hit it hard when I celebrate, so so I tried to be as late as possible for everything. And, well, uh, yeah, mission yeah, accomplished. I'm still celebrating, you know? Call it a hangover if you want. Okay. All right, it's a great day with Doug, Alice. Today is National Read-A-Book Day. I already said that. National... What? Yes, that's what I was talking about. Do you remember a couple weeks ago when we went to that like discount place with the DVDs? Yes, I totally, the... I totally. I... You bought less. Was that what it was called? Yeah. Tell people about. What it, that's what it was called. Okay, okay, okay. It's also national. Get this, Alice. National Coffee Ice Cream Day. I just told everyone one that of your favorites. Too. We had that. Na- they had that ice cream crawl a couple months ago yep. in July. Yep. And you love the coffee ice cream, right? It was pretty good. What's your problem? This is Alice. And where the fuck is Doug? And this is going terribly. And this is Doug. A chair is not a chair if no one is sitting there. You want... What? What are you saying? You want to know something? <laughs> you think we'd have fun? our chemistry down? That's happening on this our weekend. First episode. <laughs> this is where it all goes down. Oh, where's our time? <laughs> Downhill. Where's our Where's our chemistry? Where's anything? I'm over here burping. <laughs> have we switched bodies? Because usually I'm the one burping. <laughs> yeah, and but you're, you're the one usually off. Your burps Bam! are like wet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mine are like mine are grotesquely guttural. Mine are like. <laughs> Your sneezes are frightening. Oh yeah. Like your your sneezes honestly remind me of my dad's sneezes. Aw. No. Oh. <laughs> it's like a frightening sneeze. But every girl like dreams a- of <gasps> Every girl dreams of growing um, up to yeah, be with someone exactly. who's just like their father's right? sneeze. Right? Like like uh Juliet on Psych. We just watched that episode. <laughs> wow. Deep cut for anyone who didn't just watch that episode five minutes ago. <laughs> Alice yeah. and I are just are just uh, we're what's the word plowing? We're pin- pinging? Are we plowing? Alice? <laughs> Binging? <laughs> plowing through? I should say we're plowing through. Okay. Psych. Yeah, yeah. And so this episode, Ooh. she, uh, her dad, who is a con man, comes back into town. And, you know, it's one of those stories, like, she doesn't want to have anything to do with him. But uh-huh. Sean is trying to get them back together. Mm-hmm. And I guess this is kind of spoilers into the sixth season of Psych. Are you going to spoil the episode? I, I mean... You set up the basis. We don't need to talk about the rest. We kind of have to talk about, yeah, the girl... Growing up to be with someone like her dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> At least somewhat reminiscent. It's what you're. Com- it's what you're comfortable with. It's it's uh, your yeah. security blanket of sorts. But it's strange because like her dad was never really there in her life, and neither was my dad. So it's like, who are we trying to fill in? Mm-hmm. An idea. Oh yeah, that's probably it. Oh. <laughs> I'm way too full for this serious of a conversation. <laughs> We just had a bunch of Chipotle. Oh, yeah, because you had a BOGO deal? Yeah. They... You know me. I am all about the deals. Mm-hmm. I don't mess around. If you tell me there's a BOGO for something, I'm like, well, that's what we're going to have, I guess. They forgot a lot of things. 
I mean, I didn't mind it so much because... So I I think I've only had Chipotle one other time in my life, and I didn't remember it being remarkable. But this time, like, we had ordered a bunch of extra things, like like free extra things, like fajita <laughs> yeah. vegetables and some of the corn salsa. Um, but none of that was there. And, you know, it's no big deal because they were free. But they did forget my guacamole, which was $2 extra. $2.60 yeah. extra. Yeah. Thank and you very change. much. So and you don't like cheese on things, and we asked oh, for that on the side. Cheese on that, yeah. Cheese. Come on, Chipotle. Yeah, I'm simultaneously going to be a Chipotle commercial and a detractor because it was <laughs> it was freaking delicious. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and, and also wrong. Surprising. <laughs> it was delicious and wrong. Was, yeah, in bed. Neither one night. of our orders. Whoa, <laughs> whoa. Um, but it was so spicy. Like their red tomatillo salsa. Yeah, which you were not supposed to have on yours. Right. So. It was supposed to be on the side. And I, I got to give them props for it being so spicy because I didn't think Chipotle was really anything. But now I'm like, yeah, I kind of, I want more of that hot yeah. salsa. Yeah, as long as they make it right, then yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a good sauce. It's a good sauce. Yeah. I uh, I just started eating it recently. And, uh, you know, if I get more BOGOs, I'll, I'll do it again. But... Mm-hmm. Let's make it right. Let's make it right, Chipotle. Do your freaking job. <laughs> yeah. So we were eating that while watching Psych, and you know this episode. It's like it's so much darker than some of the other episodes. Like it's serious, and I'm like, yeah, of course, because it's centered on Julia, and she never gets anything to do in any other episode, and it pisses me off because Maggie Lawson is so good. Like I never knew much about her, but. She's like, it just hurts. When she is given material, she's great. But the rest of the show is all Carlton and Sean doing his shit. And, and, and Gus doing his token black guy shit. Whoa. And I'm he just is like, far from that. Eh, I've yet to see. He's very good at Why what he does. Why do you just hate Psych all of a sudden? I know. It's really weird, right? Like, I just want to. It's like Chipotle, right? It's delicious. You but have wrong. shown up angry today. <laughs> Also, the, salsa. the 2% of our listeners who might know what Psych is, they I know, they love it. They so. probably get what they probably understand what you're saying and completely disagree with you. Oh. So you're just talking to yourself at this point. <laughs> and then everybody else is like, what's, wow. what's Psych? Tell me about wow. Chipotle again. Why do you have two pineapples? What are you talking about? You're Psych pineapples. You have one here and one at my place. Oh, okay. Okay, I'll explain to the listener. So, uh, in the television... Oh, the two listeners who's going to get what this means? <laughs> That's why I'm explaining it to them. The television program Psych, one of the things it's known for is there's usually a, a pineapple in each episode, often hidden, sometimes not. And so, I have a couple of pillows that are oh. pineapple-shaped mm-hmm. that say Psych on them. The and Alice could, is I asking me... I couldn't tell like, what they were called. I was like, oh, are they stuffed animals? No, they're stuffed fruits? <laughs> pillows. Yeah, okay. I couldn't think of the word pillows. <laughs> Alice is asking me why I have two of those. Like, why would you buy two of these? I won them, <gasps> first of all. And I can tell you how I won them. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I was on a wrestling website, a professional wrestling website once, many years ago, and there was a contest being held through them and with Psych in some way, mm. or, or with through them and the USA Network. Oh. Okay, and it, and they wanted they were going to have an interview with The Miz. Who is a WWE wrestler, The Miz? And they said, "Send in your questions for us to ask The Miz." Mm-hmm. And if we choose your question, you'll win this this gift bag thing from Psych, right? Cute. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it, which was it going to include like a little mini like uh, tabletop Psych pinball game, <laughs> and then like a Psych DVD, and I think that was it. But but, oh, but pretty the, cool. The pillow wasn't in there. Pretty cool. No. Um. So so I entered this contest, and my question actually relates to the episode we watched today. What? Yeah, I'm psychic. We don't plan like Sean this. Spencer. This was not planned. No, 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 no. This is legit. So my question was, uh, as you know, Alice, John Cena plays Juliet's yeah, yeah. brother, Ewan O'Hara, right? Mm-hmm. So if William Shatner, who played Juliet's father in this episode we watched, mm-hmm. that means William Shatner is 
John Cena's father mm-hmm. in that show, right? Yeah. Following me. So my question to the Miz was, if William Shatner plays John Cena's father in Psych, who would you want uh, to play yeah. your father mm-hmm. in an in episode of Psych? Sh- okay. Because he was he was going to be on Psych coming up. Oh. That was the whole point of the question. Oh. Spoilers. <laughs> You asked about the pineapple, and that question was the one chosen. Oh, wow. So I won the contest. Yay! And I awaited my prize. I'm going to get my pinball up, you know? Ah. And then uh, and then my prize bundle came, and it was the Psych DVD, like season whatever, six, five, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. It was season five, actually. It was season five. Hmm. Season five of Psych, along with one of those pineapple pillows, hmm. along with a Psych-like duffel bag. Cute. Along with a psych Snuggie. Where are all these things? Remember Snuggies? Vaguely. Okay. It's just a backwards robe. I don't know what we were doing. <laughs> what, what was anybody doing with Snuggies? <laughs> so that came, and then I say, I say to the people, I say, uh, hey, this is, this is a cool uh, bundle, prize bundle, but it's not the one I was supposed to get. So I write, <laughs> I write into it, and I'm like... <laughs> There's none of that fajita vegetable or guacamole. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I says to you, this is delicious. <laughs> but wrong. And wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and so they say to me, oh, yeah, you're supposed to get the little pinball thing. That's mm-hmm. that's our bad. Mm-hmm. And the the pillow wasn't even advertised. No, nothing was. Just the DVD oh. and, the, and the pinball thing. Oh, I see. So they, they says... Don't worry about it. You keep that stuff, and Uh we'll send you what you're supposed to have. Okay. That's our bad. (laughs) I'm like, oh, thanks, USA Network. I hope Chipotle does this for us, too. (laughs) Well, I can't send them back what I ate. They don't don't need us to send it back. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's... So so I wait patiently for my new my uh, new psych prize bundle from the USA network. <laughs> it comes in the mail. I'm real pumped to open it up and it's the exact <laughs> same bundle as the first time. Mind you, I already owned season five of Psych on DVD before all of this because I love Psych. <laughs> so you have three of them. I now, now own three <laughs> copies of season five of Psych on DVD. Two like- Psych Snuggies. Give, you didn't give it away to anybody? Two psych duffel bags. Where, where are these things? Why don't you use these things? And two psych <laughs> pineapple pillows. <laughs> no pinball machine. <laughs> I'm not sure what happened to the bags, to be honest with you. I did give uh, my second Snuggie to someone else. Mm. I still have mine. It's right through that closet oh, next to you. This Narnia? Mm. <laughs> um, I still have all three of my... Season five DVDs. Yeah, if anyone ever wants one. <laughs> um, and, and and so I did not write them again oh. because I thought they would think I'm just trying to get free stuff. <laughs> like, there's no way we sent the wrong <laughs> bundle to you twice, sir. That's hilarious. <laughs> they gaslit you. How, how many pinball <laughs> games do you need? <laughs> they pulled one. They pulled a Sean on you. I mean, I was happy with the stuff I had, to be honest with you. Like, yeah. the pinball thing was cool, but, mm-hmm. I mean... You said it was a desktop size It's thing? like a little table size, you know? Like, I th- I don't even think it's electronic, you know? Oh. It's like the kind you pull the thing and it... Oh, yeah. I was imagining an air hockey table for some reason. Like a small air hockey. Oh, okay. Because that'd be really boring. <laughs> it's so small, because, you know, the whole point of air hockey is that you you, you wail on it. Oh, you know? yeah. You go crazy. <laughs> you get sweaty. You slam your hand up against the side a couple of times till it hurts. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. It's just like sex. What's the side <laughs> that you're slamming your hand Don't worry against? about it, Alice. <laughs> mm, the starboard? The port? Yeah. What's a starboard? Uh, the left, right? Or... <laughs> I'm I'm no I'm no nautical man. Hmm. Nautical no man, man. Nautical, nautical man. man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, huh? What I up? Was, at the very beginning of the episode, <laughs> I was like, "Hey, you know what's going on this weekend?" All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> and I belched and ruined everything. 
What's going on this weekend, the Alice? The Victory International Film Festival. <gasps> In Evansville, Indiana? Yes, yes. At the Victory Theater? Mm-hmm. Um, well, the opening night festivities are at Victory Theater, <gasps> but the Saturday, so that's Friday, and then the Saturday showings are anywhere, there are several places downtown. There's Encounter Church, there's Innovation Point, and the WNIN Theater. Beautiful. Yeah. It's run by uh, people we know, friends, Patrick Higgs and Josh Twyland. And they need a lot of volunteers this weekend to run the films. So check out their website. Are they still accepting volunteers? volunteers. Yeah, they always need more volunteers. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. Get in there, y'all. Mm-hmm. I will can... send you a going terribly tabletop pinball oh. game. <laughs> in theory. Two pillows. <laughs> <laughs> or you can go to their website and just buy tickets for the film fest. Just to go. Oh, okay. Because okay. so here's here's a little special thing that that I did. Are they showing so, Psych? No. Oh, okay. Sorry. Go ahead. What did you do? What did what, what did you do though? What did I do? What did you do? Okay. So, uh, do people know uh, non Evans villains um, that Evansville is home <laughs> to? Villains? Yeah, Evansville is home to Bossy Field, the third oldest baseball stadium in the United States. I didn't know that, mm-hmm. and I am an Evans villain. <laughs> And Bossy Field is where A League of Their Own was filmed. Some of it. Some like, of it. Fancy, fancy. Yeah. Pieces. Yeah. The, it was the home of the Racine Bells. Why do you gotta why do you gotta qualify it, dude? No, I was just <laughs> You can't say A League of Their Own was filmed here and like you know, I have to <laughs> It was also uh, filmed in Huntingburg, neighboring Huntingburg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, this year, um, some local filmmakers, they made a documentary about the making of the film because like three local actresses were plucked from here to be uh, part of the Racine Bells and the team in the movie. Madonna? No. Okay. And the documentary (laughs) is narrated by (gasps) yours truly. Oh, I can't. I, I can't like act like I didn't know that. I mean, yeah, I knew that, obviously. <laughs> oh, I didn't know. I I forgot that I told you that. Oh, <laughs> God, the uh, worst. Well, because like you know, I've done I've done a lot of books this past summer, yeah, and I, I haven't really talked too much about them because it was just like one after the other, and I'm exhausted. So mm-hmm. there's that. <laughs> yeah, I remember like a year ago when you were like, "I'm going to do my first audio book," and now you've done like seventy. <laughs> uh, closer to 23 yeah yeah that's exciting now, now, now you don't even mention each new one you're right. just like yeah <laughs> well one of them came out earlier in the summer and it turned out kind of bad and oh no yeah and it was well with... don't say the name of it okay because that's not fair to anyone else and it was with a publisher so i was kind of disappointed Oof. like their editing team they must have run a de-esser on my voice. It's actually called a de-esser to take out sibilants and lisps. But I think they did. I'm about it. to run one after all those s's. I know, just right? Row. But they must have. <laughs> but they must have run it like indiscriminately because I sound like I have a lisp throughout the whole book. Ah, uh, well, most of the book. So it was kind of a, sh- a shame. So they added a lisp to you? Essentially, yeah. Wow. So they it was a pro esser. Um I an, suppose. I think it's like it's like with the with s sounds to soften it out it might go it might sound more like s instead of s. So they they made the s's a lot smoother and I it see. got so smooth that it sounds like a th. Mm. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh okay. Well. That's a shame. Yeah. You know what? 1 out of 23 though. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah, it's good. You're still getting gigs, mm-hmm. clearly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and now I'm doing, uh, I guess, uh, film voiceover work. Kind of fun. I haven't heard what I sound like in this, so, you know, maybe it'll be bad. I don't know. It premieres <laughs> Friday night. Come on down. <laughs> that was a ringing endorsement of of this film and your performance Not the film, in it. just my performance. I said and. <laughs> no, or. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> It's like, hey, go see this. Well, you are, I mean, you are one of the biggest parts of it as the narrator. Mm. So if I you... Could make or break. Exactly. Oh, no. That's a lot of pressure. Have you heard back from them, though? Have they said how they felt about it? Yeah, I think they enjoy it. 
Okay, well, there you go. Because if you hadn't heard back from them, well, <laughs> I think you got your answer. You may not hear yourself. It may be like, it may be like, uh, welcome to a League of Their Own documentary. And then you don't hear your voice the rest of the time. Like, oh, no. <laughs> but no, I'm sure it'll be great. Yeah. Will this ever, do you know, like for our non-Evansville, non-local, non-tri-state area folk, if it'll ever be on the internets or anywhere else in the world where people can watch it? I do not know. Okay. But I guess I'll find out. Yeah. Someday. Maybe it'll make the festival circuit. Or Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Festival circuit. You know what else is happening on Saturday? That uh, dog fair. I didn't even get a chance to. <laughs> you gave me a quarter of a second to guess. <laughs> I was about to say, is it a dog fair? <laughs> <laughs> Did you narrate the dog fair? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and to your left, you'll see a Yorkshire Terrier. Is that a real, is that a real dog breed or a? I mean, you're the one who loves dogs. I do not know breeds, though. Oh. Here's an airborne tracheotomy. (laughs) (laughs) What is this dog fair you're talking about? Well, uh, I remember last year when I volunteered for the film festival, I walked out of Innovation Point around noon because we were signed up for like three hour block shifts. So I had been in there since like 9 a.m. I walked out around noon, and Main Street was just full of dogs. Oh, yeah. I was like, what the hell? Dogwood. I mean, Dogwood, love it here. <laughs> <laughs> you always call me dog. dog. <laughs> it's, it's, it's only weird when it's in the throes of passion, to be honest with you. But then I just think, I like. I think it adds something, especially if you're slapping me on the side. So. God. But then I just think, oh, we're just, we're just real good buds. <laughs> like, yeah, just like that dog. <laughs> All right then, homie. <laughs> you digging that, fam? <laughs> so, will you get a chance to see this? Because uh, you're you're volunteering as well, right? On Saturday, the, yeah. Uh, so maybe, yeah, maybe between my sh- yeah Victory International Film Festival, uh, maybe between my shifts, I'll be walking from one location to another, and maybe I'll see the dogs again. Oh man, I hope so for your sake. Don't you want to see some dogs? I love seeing dogs, girl. <laughs> then, Except I never know, like, how to behave around dogs. Really? Yeah, because I always want to go pet them and play with oh, them. Oh, and I I'm see. like, is that okay? And at a dog show, I got to think, no, it's probably not. Oh, it's not a dog show. It's probably... It's a dog fair. What's the difference between a dog show and a dog fair? A dog show is where dogs compete, like best in show. Not best in fair. A dog fair is for dogs, like fun things for dogs, like treats and scratches, maybe a fire hose or something. Like it's a fair made for dogs to attend? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was like a fair (laughs) where the dogs were the exhibits. Oh, like a state fair. What? Best dog. So it's like, do they have little rides and stuff? They might, yeah. Oh, And, like, instead of throwing balls at the little fish bowls, the dog just get to, like, run over there and grab a fish out of the bowl? Oh, my God. What? <laughs> Is that not how that's going to... That's awful. <gasps> I didn't put on the fair. <laughs> I didn't... You're, you're planning a dumb fair for your Stardew Valley. Shut <laughs> <laughs> your freaking hole. Don't tell people. Look, y'all, I'm not ashamed. I've taken interest in a video game that's been out for a long time. You guys already probably know about it. Stardew Valley. Mm. And I get to go in there and plant my crops. Mm -hmm. And I get to go fishing. Mm. Make friends around the town, you know. Sell those fishies to dog fairs. (laughs) Maybe. I do have a dog. His name is Roscoe. Just like your real life dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Previous dog. When I was but a wee lad. Some 25 years ago. My my best friend at the time. He was a big old Rottweiler. Mm-hmm. But I got my little I got my little doggy Roscoe. I got my horse Charlie. And oh, that's clever. <laughs> it's Charlie horse. <laughs> I got pigs and goats and cows and chickens. Sheep. So does everybody have these things? Uh, uh you have to like buy them and yeah. and stuff, you know, mm-hmm. if you, you sell your crops and whatnot. 
And I just started summer, so I got my summer crops going. Oh. So when we finish up with this podcast, that's exactly what I'm going to be doing. <laughs> so we're going to need to wrap it up soon. Because I got, I got beets to plant, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and you can bet I'm not eating them. Beets are gross. Oh. I'll sell the crap out of them, though. Maybe the beets go in the dog food. Don't be... What? I would never do that to a dog. Oh. It's terrible. Anyway, you can go... to to the dog fair i bet and there'll be friendly dogs there because they'll be around a lot of people and other dogs so you don't have to take a dog to the dog fair you can just go hang out i'm not sure honestly uh. <laughs> listen it's tuesday the dog fair is saturday yeah okay well folks that's... you have just a few days <laughs> to report back to let me borrow your dog <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking, like, when Main Street has fairs and whatnot, sometimes there's uh, barricades. But because Innovation Point is right smack dab in the middle, I would have been there earlier in the... What is this? Future tense. I will have already be there. What are you saying? Uh, in the morning. <laughs> you will so, have, you will have, would have had been there. <laughs> so I would just walk out and I'd be within the barricades already. So what you need to do is volunteer with me. Oh. And then we can walk out and be like, oh, the dog fair. <laughs> you need, just act surprised. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm thinking? Why don't I just volunteer at the dog fair? Oh, my God. It's a great idea. That makes the most sense. <laughs> I, can, I can hold a fishbowl or two. Hey. What? Stop killing the fishes. They don't know what's happening. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. And the dogs love it. You ever seen the big smile on their face when they scarf down a live, no. living morsel? <laughs> what? Morsel. I don't like that word. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> hey, Alice. Mm. You know it's the first episode of the new month. Oh. So you know what that means? Yeah. Okay, good. I was making sure. We've been doing this for a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> it means it's time for It Went Terribly. Woohoo. Hey, It Went Terribly is where we take uh, things that we got wrong in the previous month of episodes or things that we just need to uh, expand upon and we, we throw them at you in rapid succession mm -hmm. or slow, however we feel like doing mm -hmm, it. Mm -hmm. So listen, I'm going to start this off. By saying that this is something from last week, mm. from our guest, oh, with my deepest apologies. Oh, no. I know our wonderful, amazing friend, Jonathan Priedis, was uh -huh. on the show. Uh -huh. And he uh, he told us that uh, Dave Coulier was the inspiration behind No Scrubs. Oh. <laughs> and I want it to be true. I so want it to be true. He was just kidding. He was just joking, uh, right? He, he, sure. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he was just kidding maybe he's pulling our leg maybe he's pulling our leg mm -hmm. um and so uh i wanted it to be true but i have to be true to the show sure and to it mm -hmm. went terribly because mm -hmm. somebody out there will be like they never they never just uh scholarly integrity and all that uh-huh yeah. uh-huh mm -hmm. so <laughs> dave coulier was not the inspiration behind no scrubs uh, um, it's too good to be true honestly yes. to have inspired oh, both songs would have been amazing <laughs> I found the article he was talking about, though. He did read an article online. The article, unfortunately, was from a, a site called hardtimes.net, which is a satire oh, site. Oh, yeah. And that, yeah, that's a problem with those satire sites. Yeah. Yeah, they never say anything at the end like April Fool's. <laughs> satire Fool's. So, dude, I wanted it to be true. I promise you. And, and, and in the future, in my personal life, I'll, tell, I'll probably tell it as a true story. Right? But it's just like how people listen to this podcast, and they're like, oh, I read it in this thing I yeah. heard, and it's completely false. <laughs> yeah, they listen to last week's episode because of Jonathan, and then they skip this one because there's no Jonathan. Right, yeah. So they'll never know the truth. Um, the No Scrubs was originally written uh, by Candy Burris, and, uh, with the lyrics being about Tamika Cottle's previous relationship. Those would be two members of the group... Xscape. Mm. Remember them from the 90s? Vaguely. Xscape. So so they wrote that, and they were going to record it, but their producer, Dallas Austin, <laughs> a true producer name, am I right? Wow, both Texas cities, eh? <laughs> Did 
even notice it. <laughs> Middle name San Antonio. Dallas <laughs> San Antonio Austin. Yeah, I like it. I like it. You sound like some Texas mom calling her kid in for dinner. <laughs> Dallas San Antonio Austin, you get in here. <laughs> what about me, mom? No, nobody cares about you, Santa Fe. Okay. From Arizona? It's New Mexico, but yeah. Damn it. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, nobody cares about you, Jim. <laughs> so so they were going to record it, but their producer, Dallas Austin, gave the song to TLC instead. Because oh. I guess he had that kind of power. But they do provide backup vocals on the song. Oh. So I guess they weren't bitter about it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if they were, it'd be like, hey, can you come sing back up in this song that was originally yours? Yeah. Fine, we're going to come in and ruin it. <laughs> but then whatever they did, it turned out really good. Oh, and I guess they'll still be upset about that because the song got so big. You don't need me for this. <laughs> <laughs> just just ruin it. I don't want no scrubs. Scrubs is kind. Can't go love. So, sorry, I'm doing my best. <laughs> I don't want no scrubs. Whoa. <laughs> I don't, good. I don't know if they later Scurry became though. bitter about it. Because, you know, you never know if a song's going to be a hit. Mm-hmm. You know, you write it and you're like, yeah. And then it becomes the biggest hit in R&B history. Mm. <laughs> or one of them. So that's that. Hey, we talked about Alice Roosevelt. Yeah. Remember that a few weeks ago? Yeah. And I just wanted to say, I did a little bit of research on Alice Roosevelt, as did you. Mm-hmm. You sent me a thing as well. And um, the most interesting thing in my eyes, mm-hmm. do you know the color Alice Blue? Oh, yeah. Is named after Alice Roosevelt? What? Yeah. It's like one of my favorite colors. <gasps> because I got the I got the Google Home yeah. set up in mm-hmm. my house. So I have the, uh, the light bulbs that, you know, you can set mm-hmm. them to whatever color. And uh, hey, Google, <laughs> make the lights Alice Blue. Oh, I turned it off earlier. Oh. You did not. It's right here. Oh. Oh, my God. She's talking about the other light. So you guys can't see this, I realized. just now. I just realized that people can't see what I did. But I love the cow. just now realized. (laughs) Shut your freaking... (laughs) Episode 101! (laughs) Um, So I love the color Alice Blue. Yay! Which is described, in case you're unfamiliar, as a white blue or blue white. Or sometimes an ice blue mm. with touches of green. Just like real ice. Huh? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pale tint of azure. Mm. And apparently this was Alice Roosevelt's like favorite color. Ow. Shut your mouth. That's <laughs> so cute. And she sparked a fashion sensation across the U.S. at one point. Oh, wow. Because she always wore like a, a dress that was what is now known white as Alice Blue. blue. blue yeah, white. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I was just pumped when I saw that. Like, <laughs> like, this is what I always... Connections, man. <laughs> this is what I always make my lights. I just... It excites me. <laughs> Give it a smack on the side. Hey, Peanuts. And nuts. Mm. We had that episode where we talked nonstop about what were fruits and what weren't. Oh, yeah. And you asked, what are nuts? I did? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I had no answer for you. I had no answer for you, but now, you want to take a guess? You want to take a stab in the dark? What are nuts? Yeah. Just what constitutes a nut? You know, they're probably a fruit of a tree. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you ruined it. <laughs> the very first sentence under nuts on Wikipedia is, a nut is a fruit. And I was just like, what? <laughs> so a nut is a fruit consisting of a hard or tough nutshell pr- protecting a kernel, which is usually edible. So that's, so nuts <laughs> are fruits. Everything's a fruit. <laughs> I know how did I know that nuts were fruits why did I think that did I know this the whole time what else do I not know what else do you know <laughs> what else do you know that you think you don't know what else do you not know but think you know and don't know really oh my god <laughs> <laughs> 
So in the botanical context, uh, yeah. botanically speaking, <laughs> but <laughs> nut implies that the shell does not open to release the seed. You know, because you have to crack the nut open yourself all the time. Oh, so a fruit has a skin that releases the seed? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Hmm. <laughs> and I am officially done now, always, forever, talking about what is fruit and what's not on this freaking show. But wait. Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so it's human intervention that makes it a nut. Whoa. What? That's Isn't that a something. thing we do with like uh, bees and pollination and flowers and um, uh-huh. the thing that we help Just keep going. With. The thing that we help with. <laughs> so are you saying that like without humans, why would nuts even exist? Yeah. Oh, well, I guess some animals eat it too. Oh, okay. Just without anything so, eating it. So like live uh, interaction. Nuts would just fall to the ground and just stay there, I guess. If a nut falls uh-huh. in the middle of the forest and there's no one around to express the seed, is it still a nut? Why are you whispering? Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't as deep as you wanted it to be for, for a whisper. People had to turn up their radios for that. Like, Wait, what's, what's she saying? It's important. And she's whispered about Shut up. Shut up, Margaret. Alice is whispering about something. Well, that wasn't important. <laughs> what else is on your dang list? Okay, uh, how does a scratch and sniff work? Ooh. We spoke for some reason about scratch and sniff recently. I don't even remember why we talked about it. Stickers? <clears throat> Air yeah. fresheners? Scratch and sniff works through a process of micro-encapsulation. Mm. Alice Shin. Hey, it, this yes. is also human intervention. You're right, like, because without humans, yes. scratch and yes. sniff would not exist. Oh my god! Wait a minute. That's like most things. Oh. Most created things. Mm, mm-hmm. Wait a minute. This microphone is human intervention. <laughs> this chair I'm on. Oh my a god. A chair is not a chair if what? no one is sitting there. <laughs> that, and a house that... is not a home. <laughs> the weirdest dr seuss book <laughs> <laughs> what is that over there why that my lad that is a chair <laughs> is it a chair is it a chair if nobody is sitting there <laughs> that's oh good my. stuff yeah um the, the desired smell of a scratch and sniff is surrounded by micro capsules that break easily when Ooh. gently rubbed yeah, so apparently it's usually like a plastic or like a gelatin. <laughs> so you get like little gelatin under your nails when you scratch and sniff? Yeah, a little bit. Gross. Um, uh, so they're they're broken open, releasing the aroma. Aroma. Uh, and the technology first developed, Alice, this is interesting, hmm. uh, as a way to create carbonless copy paper. What? Yeah, the top sheet... Of paper is coated in micro capsules containing colorless ink, and you write on the paper. And when you do that, it breaks the capsules, oh. releasing the ink. Then the ink mixes with developer chemical oh. on the next sheet of paper to create a dark color. What? It's, it's a. It's all a whole to do. Ingenious. It's human intervention, is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> this would not exist without some human or series of humans. Did you know that in um, email address population fields, CC stands for carbon copy? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I thought most people knew that, but I feel like I ran into someone recently who just realized it. And BCC is blind carbon copy. Oh, and BBC is... <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't come up with anything. It's that British channel, right? 
Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I only have one more of these. It went terribly. Oh. Yeah, we're f- we flew through them because we weren't wrong much last week, yeah, last naturally. month, mm-hmm. or I really didn't care to look them up. <laughs> it was certainly one or the other. <laughs> you asked, because we were talking about eyes being different colors. Mm-hmm. You asked, what about cats? With mm. with half black face, half mm-hmm. orange face, mm-hmm. and different eye colors on each side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you know what that's called, Alice? The like bichrome feline. It is called. <laughs> 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 this isn't. This isn't. A uh, nut is a fruit. <laughs> this is not one of those things that you know and you thought but you didn't. I, I know. think I. I think I do know it. And then when you say it, I'll be like, "Yes, I remember this." You're gonna say it no matter what. At no. This point. No, no, it's not a pride thing. It's just like, you know, one of those things in your head and you can't uh, say it, but it's like, oh, yeah, I learned that at one point. Yeah, yeah, it's like that. Oh, okay. So, and this word is pronounced differently all over the world. Oh. So I'm going to go with what is considered the original proper way of pronouncing it, and then you're going to be like, no, it's pronounced this way. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, and you'll be right. Okay. <laughs> so it is called a... Chimera cat. Chimera cat. So that's C H I M E R A. Because mm-hmm. a chimera is a mythical beast. I thought you would pronounce it Shimura. Shimura. Because that's the mm. uh, main way that they pronounce it in America. Really? Yeah. Shimura. Oh my goodness. I've always pronounced a chimera. Uh huh. That's I, also, yeah. There's, is that there's, wrong chi- or there's, right? ki- there's chimera, there's chimera, there's shimera. There's all kinds it's of like, ways. It's like Tamara. Tamara, Tamira, Tamara, Tamara, <laughs> Tamora. Tia, Taj, <laughs> Povich. <laughs> all the Mories. So so those those uh, cats that are like half and half like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, those are Shimera, Shimera. Chimera, however you want to say it. Those mm-hmm. are those cats. And do you want to know about those cats, Alice? Okay. They're crazy. What? They're crazy. Those cats, Alice, they started out as two cats. Ew. Each one of those cats started out as two cats. I don't like it. That cat carries with it two sets of DNA. Ooh. Oh, now you like it. Well, yeah, now that I know it wasn't like a Frankenstein thing. So apparently. No, nobody's like putting the cats together. Yeah, I don't Alice. know why I went there why first. Think- it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> Cat breeding has gotten crazy. <laughs> I want it to be orange. Well, I want it to be black. <laughs> Sew them together, guys. <laughs> Is this a Solomon thing? Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> but the opposite. We're gonna- <laughs> well, we're going to we're going to cut these cats in half. And sew them together. So, you know, whoever's against that is obviously, no, sounds good. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. (laughs) Well, all right. Okay, so the uh, a pair of embryos fused together early in the womb. And so became this, this amalga cat. (laughs) What Um, if? That would have been the word that I've been like, oh, yes, I learned that before. Amalga <laughs> <laughs> cat. The cat malgation. Don't worry about it. Uh, so the cat is born with its own DNA plus that of a second embryo. Uh, so people. Well, how do they know that's not their own DNA? Right. <laughs> Science. It's a, it's a human construct. <laughs> or whatever you said earlier. Human intervention. <laughs> uh, so the people say that the that the chimera is its own twin. Oh my god! Isn't that something? <laughs> does this does this happen to humans too? I believe so. Ooh. It's very very rare. Chimera and usually, humans usually leads to like uh, uh, autoimmune oh. situations or something. Oh. It, it ends up being not good situations hmm. usually, unfortunately. But I didn't do a whole lot of research on that, so mm-hmm. uh, don't quote me on things. <laughs> um, but also, the only way to know if a cat is is this chimera cat is to do a DNA test. Oh, 
So not all of them look specifically half black, half orange. Right, right, right. And some mm. of them that look that way are just like tortoise shells or whatever oh, who yeah. just have their patterns just different. Mm. And then sometimes a cat that will look like they wouldn't be that are mm. because sometimes parts of the body that are affected aren't visible. Ah. So sometimes it can be like insides. Wow. You know, like. That's just nutty butters. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, making me hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Even after all that wrong Chipotle. <laughs> we are wrong, wrong Chipotle. Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that Chipotle, it went terribly. <laughs> and great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's all the uh, it went terribly's. Ah, yay. Alice. Good. Yeah. That was informative. I thought so. I'm re- I, I want to get one of these cats. Because mm-hmm. then I'll have like two cats. You will have three cats. <laughs> well, I meant like you know that cat itself is two cats. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Like, th- does it? Will it have like two stomachs and it needs to eat twice as much, and poop twice as much? Does it have two anuses? Like Janus, the Greek god of January, is his name actually pronounced Janus? <laughs> He's not the Greek god of January. It's like of looking forward and looking back. Maybe it's the new year and the old year. <laughs> Just sometimes you just don't need me for this podcast. (laughs) Sometimes you can just come in here and do it yourself, and I just I would just edit later on. (laughs) I would just edit myself going, uh huh, (laughs) oh yeah, Mm mm-hmm, oh human intervention, (laughs) human intervention. (laughs) That doesn't mean anything. No, it means you add cumin to something. Well, I get that, but there's no context <laughs> for it today. It's just a rhyme. I know it's a rhyme. I'm the one doing Dr. Seuss stuff. <laughs> Good God. The intervention is human. If spicy, it's cumin. Uh, just let me go, uh-huh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and then occasionally, we are, and that's all you need. Yeah. You yeah. don't need me for anything else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alice, what what have you been up to? What have I been up to? Yeah. A few mm. weeks ago, we've been busy, and we had a guest, and we've done other stuff. You... Yeah, how do you have, like, famous people? How do you know so many famous people? Ah, girl, don't worry about it. I have <laughs> my ways, you know. I, I get into the, uh, into the dark web and... What? Huh? So you did, you did something fun a few weeks ago. You want to tell us about what you did? Oh, yeah. Um, so I went to New York. Not city, but Naples, New York. Because Bristol Valley Theater there did a staged reading of one of my original plays. Woo! Yeah. And it was a play That's pretty awesome. Thanks, baby. Just thousands of miles away. Yeah. They were like, you know what we need to do? This woman's play. (laughs) They gave me like three weeks notice. And like they were, they were like asking me when I was free, and I'm like, um, I guess before school starts. So my last that weekend before school started was kind of hectic because mm-hmm. yeah, I was I was in New York, and they had actors from New York City like in their current show, and they kind of worked for my play too. So um, they just cast from that, and it worked out worked out really nice, and everyone was very supportive. That's awesome. What yeah. was the name of the play? Magical Thinking. It was a play that I wrote in grad school. And I think back in grad school, it was in a different like form and it wasn't great. Like it, it, We kind of knew that in the workshop. Uh-huh. But I think in the past 15 years or so, I've revised it at different points in my life. And then there was a, a Bristol Valley Theater. They put out a call for new works and um, specifically with uh, good roles for teens. So this mm-hmm. one has two teen roles. And I was like, okay, let me brush it up and submit it. And as I was rereading it, I was like, it's not bad. Like, there are some there are some parts that are, uh. And I was able to, like, smooth them out, I guess. Yeah. And now it's, I guess, unofficially in the running for their next season for Ooh, a full production. Full production. So we'll see if that happens. You might go back to Naples. Ah, yeah. You're just going to become... A staple of upstate uh-huh, New York. Uh-huh. Oh, I thought you were going to say staple of Naples. <laughs> wow, that was... 
Dr. Seuss is rolling over in his grave right now. <laughs> oh my god, you're such a dummy. Huh? I'm gonna roll over on my tummy. <laughs> but it's I Dr. Would... Seuss in his grave is what I'm saying. Okay. You see? Mm-hmm. What the? What? <laughs> okay. I was. No, I was up in uh, Rochester or Rochester, Canandaigua area as well, visiting my AP reading it's friend. Pronounced Canandaigua. Is that what I say? That's how you pronounced it. Go on. Yeah. And uh, so we we were painting the town red a little bit. And apparently Uh Rochester has a food, like the city food, called a garbage plate. And it was kind of something that I thought maybe you'd be into. Uh, I'm already into it. It could literally be like... (laughs) A plate full of garbage? Yeah. It could could just be like... (laughs) They go around and they collect everyone else's... Like oh. like leftovers in the restaurant. I've done that for you before at Fall Festival. It just you gave you have, all my yes. leftovers. <laughs> they collect all the leftovers in the restaurant. And like and this is a good menu item. Okay. Check check yeah, it out. Check yeah, it out. Yeah. And it has to weigh a certain amount, so you make sure you get your money worth. So it's like a pound and a half of leftovers from the restaurant. <laughs> and it's on the menu for like three bucks. Wouldn't you be kind of tempted? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Garbage plate. Well, you're going to have to call it something else because this one, I think, is already trademarked. Can't it, trademark a... A food? Of course you can. <laughs> but I feel like even, like this doesn't even sound that appealing to me because their Rochester garbage plate is too... <laughs> what? Sorry. There was something about adding the name of the city in there. Oh. <laughs> Just, the Evansville garbage plate. This whole Rochester garbage plate. <laughs> it's also their uh, minor league baseball team, I believe. <laughs> Everyone, welcome your Rochester garbage plate. <laughs> Okay, tell me about it. Yeah, it's two cheeseburgers. I'm in. Let's go. Topped with home fries. Okay. And then covered in gravy. Uh-huh. And, you know, you can get it personalized with other things, too. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, it's a little hard to pick up, but I'm in. Pick up? Let's rock and it's roll. It's on a plate. You eat it with a fork, I guess. Oh, I'm out. Oh. I'm out. Okay. You never because eat cheeseburgers with a plate with a with a fork. That's that's what I was thinking, you know how because I never use buns. Like I would eat cheeseburger with a fork. This Are was, these not this even on be, buns? No, they're not. They're just cheeseburgers. Yeah, so that's what I was saying. Like what is this garbage plate? It's nothing. This is how it's my plate aptly named and you're not allowed to go back to Rochester. Right. Okay. <laughs> this is how my plate looks when I go to any cookout. So Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just the cheeseburger and then some home fries. You want me to toast your bun, Alice? No. No, thanks. <laughs> you can toast it and give it to Doug. <laughs> give it to Doug. I mean, Doug. You son of a... <gasps> <gasps> you like it, though. Woof. <laughs>